0: support free speech and support the content by signing up at patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales we set a goal of reaching a thousand patrons by december 31st 2021 the clock is ticking time is running out please help us reach the goal this will help us create more content like new music from me chingo bling every month like a new single every month in 2022 more videos more sketches studio upgrades more pan dulce more cafecito and of course more podcasts thank you guys and of course sign up for the newsletter right now at chingobling.com take action stay ahead of the censors we can always get deplatformed we can always get shadow banned but if we can at least have your email you can know where we're at where we had to move to don't forget join the discord that is the popping ass chat room we all have access to when you become a member of the tia that's the tamal intelligence agency by joining the patreon right now. Go give the podcast a rating and review on iTunes. It will help us out tremendously. And without further ado, let's start the show. Broadcasting live from the motherfucking Igloo. (laughs) The Dirty South Igloo. We up in here bundled up it's your boy chingo bling we got producer rob in the building what to do everybody good morning hell yeah man buenos dias uh one of those mornings uh this is chingo chat so we're gonna do chingo chats first normally we record red pill tamales but it's like man we coming in too hot yeah it's true uh, i woke up uh, i already got
1: pre-workout in this fucking thing oh, you know man, i needed that down. extra boost so it's actually it's gonna help me kind of like ease into the so uh, slow down rob elevated caffeine your, your dopamine baseline you know what I'm saying? It's it's thrown off. You know, I fell asleep late, woke up. Oh yeah, a yeah, bunch of, of coffee
0: and caffeine and shit. And I got this going. Yeah, I'm gonna try to chill with some of my my chemicals and shit. You know, I'm talking about stimulants. You have caffeine, yeah, shit like that. Speaking of chemicals, okay. Speaking of chemical dependency, <laughs> bro, have you heard of the artist Juice World? Yes, I have actually. Okay, see that's that's like. That's an example of some shit Rob be knowing about that I don't really be knowing about too much. I kind of knew who he was. I just knew like one song and I, and I heard her when he passed Mm -hmm. and I just heard minor details. Like he was blowing up, you know, a bunch of kids loved him. He was in that little festival circuit. Yep. And, um, and I, I had just heard like they landed with the private plane, him and his crew and, um, when they landed, cops. Are you familiar with this story? Somewhat. My sister told me, but I don't remember it. So I'm going to go in. I'm going to go deep okay. in some details. So I'm just setting it up. This is what I knew prior. It was like, I just I just kind of heard, you know, like Buddy popped a bunch of pills and basically committed suicide because they, they were going to get caught with like a bunch of illegal shit, pistols and weed and, you know, he didn't want to go to jail. Like I didn't really grasp it all. But the documentary on HBO Max, bro it is a cautionary tale it is tragic it's tragic bro it's so sad like he was just ascending he was, the kid was a genius bro did you watch it all yeah yeah and it was like it was disturbing it was sad it was like you just watched somebody who's just kind of hurting and coping and self-medicating but yet so talented and I was just thinking dopamine, baseline, mm. uh, you're, you're self-medicating. Like, I was just thinking, who, who are his big homies? Who's his manager? Like The girlfriend, she she liked to uh, snort Percocets, and they were popping up to 20 pills a day, sipping lean. So the documentary is called Juice World: Into the Abyss. <laughs> it's available on HBO Max. And he had an abyss tatted on his arm, like real like ugly, scribbly looking. It's funny that you come he in with He was emo this. rap.
1: Yes. Yeah, he was. Um, It's funny that you came in with the subject because yesterday uh, John Mayer tweeted or he posted on his uh, Instagram. He's like, uh, he posted the Mac Miller, one of his album covers. And he's like, man, he would have, he would have been 30, you know, with a heart because he he passed away. Same thing. fentanyl, bro. Fentanyl was, that was one of the main culprits of it all. Obviously he had an an addiction type of substance problem anyway throughout his entire young career.
0: But it's such a calm, uh, rather a common uh, thing, you know? Addiction is such a tricky thing, bro. And I mean, uh, there's another cat named Lil Peep, who also, they like to play around with drugs. Uh, Lil Peep was a, uh, like a white kid. I forget where he was from. Like his dad was like Swedish or something. But um, also emo rap. Mm. You know, emo rap. And he liked to, you know, play around with pharmaceuticals and yeah. shit. And then, of course, fentanyl, just like Prince. And I think Tom Petty. And I want to say Juice World. The toxicology report, bro, they showed it at the end. It's like codeine, parmenthazine. Here's the thing, man. That sipping lean shit started here. Right. And from what I gather, it was just kind of like, you know, like DJ Screw's generation observed maybe some older cats, like Auntie would go in there and get the little, little, little sip of the drink or the little syrup, you know what I mean? And it felt good. They probably didn't understand, like, it's an opiate. It's like you drinking heroin. Right. And, and it's it's like um like Juice World and them, a lot of times in their lyrics, they would say stuff like obviously they'd kind of like talk about death a lot, um, you know, because it was emo. And they also would say like, I'm a junkie, like I'm fiending for it, type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that trips me out because I'm from that era of where like, and when it came to rap lyrics, Junkie was the bottom of the totem pole. You were shamed and shunned, and you know what I'm saying? Like, you were a customer. Like, in all the raps, it was like, you're the dealer, you're the boss, you're the kingpin, you're the gangster, not, I'm the fiend, and I'm hurting, and I'm a junkie. Yeah, you got a good point. When did that, what What made that shift? Like,
1: who was it? Was it an artist? Was it a song? Was it a movement in time? In your opinion, I guess?
0: <sighs> yeah. Um, I ain't no rap historian, but, like, it was, like, a slow thing where, like, maybe Kid Cudi... We'll get introspective day and night and then you had a uh, like even Drake was introspective and kind of sensitive you know i'm gonna look through the girl's purse when she's in the bathroom because i'm insecure <laughs> you know what i mean i'm uh, i'm a Jewish rapper from Canada and i'm a gangster uh, i'm a Jewish acting can uh, actor from canada
1: yeah there's there was a there's a couple of them the only other one I can think of is maybe in that same kind of world would have been. What's his name? XXX? Tentacion.
0: Yeah. Same thing. Same bro. thing, bro, right? he died too. Different yeah, way. Different way, but same kind of world though. Music uh, yes, world. Yes, absolutely. And like I said, I'm 42. I'm probably 20 years older. Yeah. No, for sure. Juice World and that was 19. Yeah. Tentacion, I don't know how old he was, but also from that emo like it's okay to talk about depression and anxiety and mental health like that's the positive of it because they did save a lot of lives and touch a lot of people it's just so tragic and so sad because I'm like bro who my actually my daughter this morning I said well let's put on some juice world let me talk to you about this documentary and I didn't really sugarcoat you know what I'm saying I was like they were doing all kinds of stuff. You know what I mean? She's and like, dad, at 6.45 in the no, morning. No, but she, but she gets it because those are our little moments mm. to where talk about dopamine baseline and serotonin and how your brain works. And you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't let nobody talk you into thinking, oh, oh, my God, I'm in love. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, nah, that's that's dopamine. Right. So anyway, um, she's the one that said, who is his manager? Why wasn't anybody stepping in? And I was like good point i was just saying who the people around you enabling you who's running to go get the lean for you you know what i mean who's your little assistant and they literally showed that where after he passed in you know they're interviewing everybody kind of like (laughs) looking like they in trouble they're like yeah well he was we calculated one time it was up to he was up to like 20 pills a day and i'm just like and they'd be like well you know his girl was like hey stop sipping lean but meanwhile they snorting perks and just like ah, popping shit. So when I take my little zinc and magnesium and shit, I tell my wife ah, like uh. your magnesium was it? A, you from McDonald's or what? yeah, yeah. They ain't you know they in the pharmaceutical game. You know they you got to show a health. I pass. got my magnesium. <laughs> I'm loving it. But but speaking of McDonald's, right? McDonald's gave away a big old check on his behalf to like a his thing of choice. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh God. This no, is this kid would fly private. They were always in a private jet and mcdonald's was like come to chicago and somehow some way i don't know if he got paid but like he was there holding the mcdonald's check giving it to some kids or something right well they show it's it's almost like vlog style so they show him and the crew they've been up all night doing all kind of drugs and shit him and his girl and they're in the elevator with this lady and she's like hey good morning she's like i'm your commercial agent you know i'm like oh she works for the agency so a lot of hands are in the pot right Um, she's probably thinking like, these are just rock stars doing rock star shit. Like, it ain't my role to be like, hey, motherfucker, slow down. How many, why you got five pills in your mouth? You know, why you asking him, hey man, you got a dollar and then you (gasps) going like this off a fucking cell phone. Yeah. I mean, off a little iPad mini. And um, so her commercial agent, it's not her role to step in. And then if, if your girlfriend is into the same bad habits you are, they're like, yeah, yeah, she wanted him to stop sipping lean. And it's like, but y'all doing everything else? It's you know I I wonder how hard it is now versus
1: twenty years ago when you were that age, or even ten, twelve years ago when I was that age, to succumb to the peer pressure. Because even at the time, you weren't. That shit wasn't working on and me, I man. I did, I did, I yeah. did succumb. Yeah. Wait, what
0: were you saying? I cut you off. No, I was saying
1: I I didn't. Like I knew a lot of people that did, oh, but for whatever reason, I was just like, I was like, no, I'm not. I'm cool, man.
0: Well, I wasn't snorting Percocets, but like. Somebody asked on the Discord. Um, I think I was driving, so I didn't want to really like read it. I just kind of glanced, but it said something to the effect of like uh, Chingo used to be like oh, like oh, heavier. I you got, was getting half your own supply. I glanced at that too. That was funny. Okay, I want to find it to yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna go through. We have a ton perfect, of questions. Yeah. Perfect, we're gonna do the questions, but uh, we're easing in with this uh, cautionary tale. Yeah. Um, but anyway, my point, my point is that like you know, with Juice World on my mind. Mm-hmm. And then glancing at that message where it's kind of like, yeah, it was late nights. Sleep wasn't the main priority. You know, I already don't hydrate enough. Back then, you know, you had a lot more uh, alcohol coming into play just because, you know, you're socially awkward. You know, you're in a nightclub. You kind, of, you know, you don't want to be the only sober one. And in your head, it's like, well, I got to be here. I got to show my face. I got to let these motherfuckers know. I got to holler at the DJ played my shit because that was the high the high is like bro i dig the song i've showed it to some people they really dig the song it's almost like you about to try the joke out for the first time Mm. but like the dj might be your homie Be like yeah yeah you know back then that's kind of how you did it and even then probably i mean even now people probably go to clubs to break records or whatever but i don't know anyway you had to show up make sure people were slipping on the drip
1: Say one more time. You had to make sure people were slipping on the drip.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Spillage. So that was the high. That was the dopamine. It's like seeing people react. Like You're just looking. It's like a laboratory. It's like a petri petri dish where you're like, okay, those motherfuckers ain't paying attention. Uh, I don't like how the DJ brought it in. You know what I mean? We got to set it up better next time. Okay, those people are bobbing their head to it. I see those people, you know... Like, really getting into it, or whatever, and you're just observing, like, okay, the bass, you know, we got to adjust the mix. That's super, uh,
1: what do you call it? Uh, aware. There's another word for it that I was looking for, but it, that's super analytical of you to be in the club. You got a drink in your hand, <laughs> like a nerd, yeah, yeah, you're basically like in school, and, and that's that's kind of one of those things that if people have known you for a while or know a little bit more of your backstory, know it might point to that is his formal educated side coming out in the club scene, in the industry scene, in the music scene. Whereas let's just, let me throw this out mm-hmm. there. Do you think that it's possible that those that don't go down the, I'm going to take this as professional as possible road, slip into the constant snorting and taking <laughs> things that don't fucking matter because they're not really,
0: they're not, their blinders aren't on, right? They're not focused. So the first part, um, uh, you were like, that might be your educated side, you know, coming out. I would say it's more of my like, neurotic side You know what I'm saying? Where you're just like, like perfectionist, uh, control freak, where you're like, why aren't those people getting crunk? Like, why aren't they paying attention to that bar? You know what I mean? So I'd say it's not really like an educated thing. I think it's just a little bit more like, uh, um, being an artist, being sensitive about your art and it it, putting it out there for the world to want everybody to love it not just yeah kind of people exactly yeah. or you want it to already be catchy you know what i mean so now you're in your head thinking like we just need better distribution i, I knew it we gotta we gotta fuck it all right we pressing up a thousand mixtapes we gotta give them hoes away like like you're just in your head type of thing but um but the second part you were saying like people who don't approach it in a professional manner where the fuck do they end up dude a young artist with the right guidance and the right leadership that can break it down in terms of, like, your brain. Um, what is codeine, promethazine? I- is it a- an opiate? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you going to feel? What are, those- what are those withdrawals like? Mm. Uh, do you know you get constipated when you take those? Like, do you know that if you have sleep apnea and you're mixing with that, do you know that your liver could get fucked up if you're mixing it with pills? Because and- you know they're drinking while they're taking all this shit. Yeah, dude, um... What's his name? Uh, the rapper um, used to date the Kardashian. Far. Travis Scott? No, 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 the other rapper with well, the other Kardashian. Uh, Kanye. French Montana. Okay. French. What's his name in the obvious ones? French Montana. Sorry, I'm on too many chemicals right now. <laughs> uh, French Montana. His liver was about to go out. He ended up in an ICU because he was doing Adderall, and he says basically that when you're on Adderall, it I don't know what it does to your brain. It's like a speed to where you're able to drink more and not feel it as much. And then when the Adderall cake like wears off, now you're feeling all the effects of what your body's trying to process these alcohol sugars, right? Yeah. So lo, lo and behold, man, his liver was getting fucked up. And um, so when Juice World died on that tarmac, when they when they um when they landed in that private plane, the pilot had already called motherfucking sheriffs and shit Mm. so that by the time they landed they could come up in the plane private plane chartered all that because they were like six hours late for takeoff and he probably just saw something and knew something you know what i mean but basically he snitched and when they saw the sheriff and the, the cars coming uh his cameraman a slash assistant said sure there were a couple pistols on the plane he's like he basically was like no biggie. I wasn't tripping yet. He said, he, he said uh, basically, like, throw him in my camera bag. That's why you have an entourage. This is a down-ass white boy. He's like, that's why you got an entourage. Somebody got to take the fall. You got money. We ain't going to be in there that long. <laughs> he was like. the token white boy? I mean, uh, he, he had a very diverse crew. He uh, wasn't the only white dude. But, but just the fact that he's like, what you got an entourage for? Yeah. Put the pistol in my camera bag no problemo put some lawyer money on my book down for the get down he knows pretty much down ass motherfucker boy Miklo and um his name was Miklo no no no, I made (sighs) that up so so here's my question I maybe I'm I skipped over I, I missed something my question is when he started going into the seizure and bleeding out of his nose and his mouth was it due to just it was about ba- it was already due to happen because he had been partying all night and mm. it's just it took the toll and he then he died right when authorities were about to get on a plane and find like 60 pounds of marijuana you're going over state lines you know i ain't no lawyer sound like some federal shit to me
1: hashtag legalized freedom don't
0: you know talking about and um and then the three pistols and all this type of stuff that is the end of the teaser alright if you want the whole enchilada the full shebang that's strictly for the patrons we're hitting y'all with more premium content so head on over to patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales and get full access to all of the shows all of the content and all the premium exclusives alright see you there patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales
1: traffic jams tailgating pile-ups